Signal City, a beacon for the young and superpowered. A community where citizens of a new generation find themselves in all the masks they wear. Will they learn to thrive or to threaten? What kind of world will they fight for? Find out as we follow the heroics and teenage struggle of... Lilith, the curator, and I'm never alone. <laughs> Grimoire, the Nova, and I'm here to work my magic. Shrike, the Janus, and I wear plenty of masks. We welcome you to Re-Roleplay. Before we get started on today's episode, uh, we'd like to make sure to uh, extend by way of content warning. Uh, today's episode will be dealing with the trans experience of coming out, and in order to make sure we provide more of an authentic, not super glossed over, not super sugar-coated uh, version of that, uh, there will be, towards the end of this episode, some some mild, uh, I don't want to say tr tangential transphobia, but uh, some dealings with that. Um, please be assured this is stuff that we have negotiated out in advance. Uh, this is something we've talked about and that in the end the focus will be on moving past it and staying strong. Um, but we didn't, wanted to make sure we weren't surprising anyone with that. So that said, uh, please enjoy the episode. So we are going to cut back in our to our heroes as they are in their respective club rooms. We see uh, Anais kind of just modeling in the mirror with her new um, journalism hat and outfit. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, see the uh, students in the acapella room uh, doing their scales to We are going to states. <laughs> um, we are going to states. Yeah. Uh, and we see Clara and Celine in the photography club dark room um, developing a picture, just, just watching the um the image uh slowly appear in the the chemical bath it's a photo of the two of them holding hands outside the school it's Aww. really cute <laughs> it's like well composed it's like they, they set it up on a timer and yeah it's yeah. very cute rad and all at once the we, we kind of see a um the page is split into three with these three images and across the three images we just see a just a scream <laughs> as something is happening out in the hallway. What do you do? I, I mean, Anais is gonna is gonna go go look and see what's going on. Investigative journalist. <laughs> yeah, that is a seven on the dice plus two superior makes that a nine. Uh, let's see. I'm going to ask, what here is the biggest threat? Okay. Yeah, you see. Um, as you get into the hallway, you see this girl. She's probably a freshman. She's a little shorter. And uh, she's tripped over what looks like a root growing through the hallway. Uh, it's kind of kind of weird. You're pretty sure there wasn't a root system there an hour ago. Uh, in, in a hallway? Yeah, I'd assume not. Yeah, the, the basement of this high school. Um, and you see what she's now running away from is uh, what looks like this big plant monster. Oh, great. Oh, dear. Uh, I'm going to roll the charge burn. I think we just get a panel of, like, we get we get the scream and then a panel of Claire just rolling her eyes and sighing. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I think Layla is actually going to kind of hear the scream, choke her, choke off mid-note. Uh-huh. 
like actually like start start coughing a little bit because she was actually startled. This is th- th- this is not she's not faking that part. But um, like like you get the the moment where all, everyone stops singing, kind of looks at her, and she just kind of like wall coughing. She's like, "I'm gonna get some water," and the director like waves her out. Cool. Yeah. So the three of you all get into the hallway as you see this uh, weird plant monster. Like one of its arm, it's hulking. It's a good eight feet tall, and it has to hunch in the hallway. Um, has one giant arm that looks like a tree limb uh, that's bigger than the other arm that looks more like a branch with um, little twig-like fingers coming off of it. And um, big stomping legs that look like tree limbs. Mm -hmm. And every time a foot comes down, it looks like the roots spread out into the hallway. What are you going to do? Clara just kind of looks at this, looks at her teammates... We can't have, like, one normal Wednesday afternoon, can we? Just give me a sec. <laughs> She's gonna duck into an empty classroom, like, directly adjacent to them, come out, like, 30 seconds later, all shriked up. Cool. Nice. Since when has normal ever fit on us anyway? As, uh, as, uh, ha- having rolled a 10 to charge burn, which is very lucky, because I have no conditions marked, um, Anis is going to toss the newsy cap in the air and, uh, very quickly grimoire up. Uh, and I'm gonna spend one burn to uh, cast moat. Cool. Uh, as as she uh, hurls a a handful of blue ribbons down the hallway, and they just sort of like spread out and form a a wall between the tree monster and the girl. Okay, Rad. Are you inside the moat or? It's literally just a wall between tree monster and girl. Okay. So wh- wherever they are relative to Anise would determine that. Cool. The tree monster is locked in with us. Yes. <laughs> I would assume so. Yeah, yeah. For, for dramatic effect, definitely. I agree. All right. And what else do we do, Layla? Um, I think this is the first time I'm using this this move, and I'm really excited. I'm going to roll Been Reading the Ancient Scrolls. Rad. To see if this is something that Layla has any familiarity with at all. I just love the name of that move. <laughs> it cracks me up. All right. Here we go. Ooh. Ooh. That's a 10 on the dice. Um, I roll plus superior, which makes that a 13, I think. That's a 13. Wow. Is that all? <laughs> and um, so read for me the effect of that skill. You've learned about the occult world through the curator's resources. When you first encounter an important occult phenomenon, your call, which this seems like one of those things, roll plus superior. On a hit, tell the team one important detail you've learned from your studies. The GM will tell you what, if anything, seems different from what you remember. On a 10+, ask the GM a follow-up question. They will answer it honestly. On a miss, the situation is well outside your base of knowledge. The GM will tell you why. Okay, great. Tell, tell me about this thing. Oh, gosh, do I have to make this up? Um, yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. You tell the team one important detail. Okay, I hope that... Um... Um, can I actually ask my question first? Sure. And then I'll tell... Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is the origin of this thing? Is it um, from a person? Is it from a magical artifact? Is it just spontaneously popped up from the ground? What is this thing's origin? Great. So you, uh, you've seen in some of your ancient scrolls and books and the like, you've seen pictures and diagrams that kind of look vaguely like this tree person and you know it is in fact a person uh, oh. under all that and that this uh i mean there are superpowers like anyone else's 
Uh, and it's the kind of thing that crops up with adolescence. Um, you know, that normal part of teenage that, life when you just turn into a giant When you just tree turn into a tree. <laughs> it's happened to all of us. When you live in a We've comic book, this is perfectly normal. <laughs> We've this all been fine. there. Uh, does that help? That's perfect. I love that. And um, does anything seem different from what I remember from my studies? Yeah, you, um, you're you definitely used to in your studies seeing um, uh, people with powers or creatures uh, or and anything like this have a little bit more, uh, sh- shall I say, finesse and confidence. Mm. Um, whatever this is definitely looks as scared as everyone else. Aww. Okay, yeah, no. Layla immediately um, to her teammates pull your punches guys there's a person in there and I don't think they're in control I've seen this before this this is a power set um it it's something that crops up usually around puberty I whoever's in there they're they're not doing well they're just as scared as the rest of us oh it's another Sadie situation <laughs> except with a giant tree monster this time cool yeah so <laughs> non-lethal giant freshman tree monster <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to keep them at bay so that whoever that was can finish getting away. Yeah, the um, the freshman girl has is already down the hallway and turning a corner into the stairwell. She's gone. Good. Claire... So- Go ahead. Just, just, just. Clara like scratches at her chin. There's, there's like a tiny bit of stubble there. She, it still grows even when she shaves it very regularly. Man, I thought my foliage was a problem. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to. <laughs> no, it's perfect. I love this. I love this podcast because you got the, the the one trans player making jokes, and the other trans player is like, ah. <laughs> Can we say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, Anise is holding the moat. Cool. What did what did the rest of you do? I'll. Can I directly engage its feelings? I think that's called a comfort I, I support. Said, I think this is a comfort <laughs> support. Okay. Um, can I? Here's a question. Can I use the mask to switch my mundane with my masks label after I roll? It doesn't say. Hang on. Uh, read the text for the mask for me. You wear a mask and hide your real identity. Choose what label you try to embody while wearing your mask. It's danger. Uh-huh. Once per session, you can affirm either your heroic or secret identity to switch your mundane with your mask's label. Yeah, I, I So you mean see your die rolls results yeah. and then decide? Because I don't yes. want to do that and then get a 12 and be like, okay, let's see how this goes. That's an okay, that's a nine on the dice, which is a ten with my mundane anyway. Okay. So that's fine. So try to comfort and support this tree person monster. Does it have a face? Uh, yes, but it, uh, but no neck, so it looks just kind of like a, a mound on top of... Is it a of... chest face? No, no, it, it is on top of the tree trunk body, but it looks more like a mound. Okay. What Clara's gonna do is... She actually just kind of takes off, shrugs off the wing pack because it's a little bit unwieldy in, in these hallways, and I'm sure this won't cause her any trouble. Mm. And it starts very slowly walking down the hallway towards towards the tree monster that I'm imagining is just about mm. now starting to notice is she us. In the, is she in the prat-keeping pose? Is, is someone having some flashbacks to a certain Jonah? Oh, Wait, well, remind, now she is. Remind me of this? Uh, this was a Nightwatch episode. Oh. Well, now she is. 
It's not quite a prat keep. She, she's actually just like do, doing the like hands down by her waist, arms out, palms open. Try, try to look non-threatening. Yeah, talons not extended. <laughs> Realizing, oh no, I do have talons. I really hope those don't pop out at an, at an inopportune moment. Uh, and it starts walking towards the, the tree monster. How, how does it react before, before I get into what she's actually going to do? Uh, it looks scared. Like, as you come out, it looks scared of you especially, about the three of you in general. And it turns around and takes off, and it's making big dents in the floor as it runs. Isn't it running towards the moat, then? Or is it... Uh, yeah, I guess it's running towards the moat. It's going to hit the moat and start um, pressing against it. That means that Anais has to... I think if the freshman girl's already gone, I don't know that I'm gonna that, that Anais is gonna hold that. Okay. Okay. So so the moat the moat goes down. Yeah. yeah. I mean you hit, so I assume you get a chance to talk. catch up with it. It's definitely gonna be delayed, but its initial reaction is to get away from you three. Okay. Um so so do I get to catch up with it before it yes, goes through? Yes, absolutely. Moat? Okay. So yeah, she catches up with it, and and I feel like she's she's basically just behind it as it's trying to. Mm-hmm. She she closes her eyes inside her helmet and goes, "Oh, this is a terrible idea," and she's gonna jump on it. Okay. <laughs> Listen, this is probably not gonna make it more scary, but it does get her closer to it. <laughs> yeah, I would do that. Yep, she's going to to jump on the on the on the back of this giant tree monster, and basically start trying to trying to just see if if she can. Like find a way in, like if there's any gaps in in its proverbial and literal armor, mm-hmm. like if she can get to the person who might be inside here, or 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 find them in some way. Is that all right? What I'm gonna do for you is I'm gonna say not yet, but I'm gonna give you a plus one to use later on when it seems more, uh, when it seems like you are cracking that literal and metaphorical armor okay and, and, is that a good compromise yeah totally and i think that the, the way i'll skin this as in like she is trying to do some comforting and supporting is 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 a measure of just the like Shh, it's gonna be okay i've been there done that it's gonna be all right we can get you out of this you're okay all right she knows that's not gonna work but at least it starts something so 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 that i'm clear on what's happening Clara has jumped on this thing and is now piggybacking it and whispering soothingly that it's going to be okay. Yes. Clara is soothing the tree, yes. This is not a good idea, but it's what she's doing. <laughs> I love this. Good. Layla, how about you? What are you doing? Um, <laughs> Soothe the tree, Shrike. <laughs> <laughs> is the thing still still in motion? It's still trying to get away? Uh, for, it is momentarily paused as it kind of looks over its shoulder, question mark, at Shrike, who is clinging to it. I think Layla's also going to approach kind of hands up. This is more the prat keeping. This is this is more of the like kind of calm down hands rather mm-hmm. than the I'm not a threat to you hands. Uh, there, are, there are so many different ways you can put your hands. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she's, she's kind of got the like calm down hands out, like palms down and she's just like, hey there, it's okay. We're capes. We want to help you. We're not here to fight you. We just want to help. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to come back? Like she's she's trying to I guess she's poke provoking it because Roll she it. because she's asking it to stop trying to get away from them. Roll it. I'm going to roll to provoke. Plus superior. 
Well, that's garbage. Um, <laughs> Hooray! That's a three on the dice. Oh wait, this can be saved because my help. superior is a se- my superior is a three, so that makes this a six. So if someone wants to spend some team to help we've got me, one team. Well, yeah, we've, we haven't we have we a haven't team done our team. Yeah, feel free. You're already on the back of this thing. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Do do we? Yeah, I I feel like Claire kind of switches gears. She's right. She's a friend. She'll try to help you with this. She's helped me. She's helped other people like us before. It'll be okay. I promise. Just, just let her try. Yeah. Uh, I think um, he's getting kind of creeped out by there being uh, words right next to his tree ears. Um, <laughs> his tree ears. Tree ears. Uh, and is going to reach over with a, a stumpy hand and grab you, Clara. And uh, I think. He is going to overreact. So, um, Layla, you have influence okay. and is going to throw Clara at Layla. Um, <laughs> just get a panel of, I deserve that. <laughs> Mid air, just, yep. just enough hang time to, to think that. Yep. Oh boy. Uh, and uh, it's it's going to take off running down the hall, or he's going to take off for running. For everybody's knowledge, I have typed in tree friend under influence. <laughs> <laughs> Anise is going to try to to defend and, and stop this from happening. We're going to roll and see how it goes. Which one are you defending? Um, I think Clara. Clara's the one getting thrown. But Layla's the one getting an entire ass person thrown at her. Anais is trying to defend the the them, the, the, the if, collective If you incident. stop the person from getting thrown at the other Fair person, enough. it kind of takes care Fair of the problem. Uh, so that is a 10 on the dice alone, never mind my plus three savior. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think you get the moment of, like, Clara pinwheeling through the air, and Anais just sort of, like, swooshes into place, uh, casts a spell circle that Clara crashes through and it sort of like slows in the air as if like moving underwater and then like the spell circle sort of wraps itself around Clara and just flips her right side up and places her down <laughs> on the floor. She kind of just wobbles a little bit. I didn't think that out. I, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to add a team back to the pool. Cool. Rad. <laughs> All right. So, um... This uh, tree person uh, runs down the hallway and you definitely hear a stomp, 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 stomp (laughs) as he goes and you see big divots in the floor where um, his weight slash the roots have been digging in and turns and you can see he is running into the art room and you hear hear some screams uh, cry out. And all of a sudden, uh, Cass, a number of students, and Celine come pouring out the door. Oh, boy. Uh, and running toward you. What do you do? Grimoire is going to uh, spend one burn to move and teleport into the art room. She's also going to try to pierce the mask. Cool. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, as you get into the art room, it looks kind of like a grungy, boggy forest scene all of a sudden where you just, you're not sure how the rocks got there. There's big, like, boulders <laughs> oh and rocks. But, suddenly they go by. <laughs> yeah, suddenly they go by. You just see, like, uh, moss and... Uh, ferns. And ferns and stuff growing all over the place. Okay, yeah. Well, that doesn't hit. Oh. Uh, that is a three to pierce the mask. Um... So I, I think uh, what's what's going to happen is Anise is going to very ineffectually ask out loud as she as she teleports into, I guess what you could nominally call a room at this point. 
Um, is there any way I could get you to, uh, chill a little? Yeah, uh, he's gonna turn his, uh... I suppose entire body because he lacks a neck toward you. Um, see, see you come out of nowhere, get scared, open the door to the dark room, and duck inside. Mm-hmm. And oh, not the dark room. Yeah, you just see um, like plants and ferns and um, like a tree grow around the door, kind of closing it shut. <laughs> oh jeez! Oh jeez! Oh jeez! Oh jeez! What do you do? So are we now locked out of the art room? Uh, you're locked out of the dark room. You're uh, locked out of the dark room. Okay. Is anyone in the dark room? Good question. Celine ran out. Celine's out. Any sign of Kiri? Because I'm assuming Kiri was an art club. Uh, you don't see Kiri. Was Kiri an art club before when I... Like... Kiri was an art club before. Oh, boy. Oh, good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think Claire's gonna, gonna, gonna join Anais in this quote-unquote room and just kind of look around. Did they remodel... Like, really fast? Someone did. Ah. <sighs> uh, they kind, he kind of... And, and Anis is just, just waving ineffectually at, at this tree that is blocking the dark room. Oh. Anyone yeah. in there? You see uh, from the, the crack underneath the dark room door, you see just a flash, a uh, strip of green light. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Claire just... Uh-oh. Um, can I unleash my powers to try to tear up this tree? Yeah, do it. I'm rolling with plus one because I'm angry and I have thick and thin skin. My freak's one, so we'll see how that goes. That's going to be a ten. Nice! That makes that a ten. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Claire's a little angry. She doesn't like that this is happening, and she really wants to get Carrie out of the out of the, out of the dark room. Describe what happens. Also, her photos are in there. Also, her photos are in there. The cute photo of her and Celine is in there. Oh, the I photos love... are in there, and Carrie is bright. Yeah, oh. that's not good. <laughs> um, I think how, how big is this tree? Um, it's like four inch wide. Okay, so um, it's like a, like a, like a big sapling, not like a big sapling. Yeah, I think what what Clara does is just talons out, just sinks the talons like into the, the bark of the tree to get a better purchase on it, and then just well rips it out of the floor. <laughs> nice. A few tiles coming with it. Yeah, just kind of looks at it. Oh, cool! I didn't know I could do that. And she kind of tosses it to the side. I almost That's imagine. New. I almost yeah. imagine it takes her a minute to like let go because her her, yeah. her yeah. stuff and her, her talons are buried in it. We get this like really cool of like her like grabbing onto like heaving, pulling it out of the out of the out of the floor. Like it's very cool action. And then just <laughs> kind of like shaking her hands, like get, get off, just drop the drop the. Drop. And then eventually realizes she can retract her talons and, <laughs> and like just drops on the floor. Rad. Good. That's exciting. <laughs> so as you drop the tree on the floor, um, the door is going to burst open and this the, the large tree person is going to come lumbering out, um, just stomp, 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 trying desperately to get away from the flying, glowing, radioactive, <laughs> kind of angry Curie, who is now trying to take this tree person down. Ooh, Layla's going to call out, um, Curie, it's a person and they're not in control. We have to help them, not fight them. Really? <laughs> Hi, Carrie. Hi. <laughs> I think it's someone from the school. This stuff pops up around puberty. It's, 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 it's their awakening. It's their origin story. <laughs> yeah. So as this tree person disappears out the door again, Carrie is just gonna look at you and be like, I-, "I guess that's fair." When I hit thirteen, I became radioactive. <laughs> 
when I hit 13, I became really fast and also mm -hmm. trans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't get my powers till I was 15, but also we're getting letting them get away. There's nothing wrong with being a late bloomer on Ice. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! As Anais <laughs> heads for the door. Yeah, Layla's, Layla's hot on her heels. Um, yeah, Claire's gonna grab her wing pack as, as, she cha as she follows Layla by, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so when you get out into the hallway, um, this tree person has uh, gotten toward the end of the hallway, and it's a dead end. There's um, kind of a maintenance closet at the end, and there's four or five students just cowering in horror of this tree person screaming, and uh, just like looking at the posture and body language, you can tell that um, this tree person is really upset, really ashamed, really um, uh, scared, scared himself. <sighs> okay, Anais is going to see if she can dart in and get a hand on this tree person and just take them both anywhere else. Okay. Just out of the school. Okay. Out. Uh, I'm the roll to unleash. Great. Wow, that's snake eyes. <laughs> what does that make it total? We can't save that game. Right? Uh, you, can, we uh, do not have enough team no. to save that. No. Um, I think because I don't need that much potential, I'm going to use one of my uh, one of my infinite retake uh, advances and just take a ten plus on that. Cool. Um, and yeah, uh, Anais is going to dart in just just sort of like. Noom under like the I, I assume somewhat flailing limbs of this of yeah. this tree person, and uh, just put a hand on nominally where their where his shoulder would be and say, "Okay, we're gonna go now." <laughs> and you just get the like whoop, as the the like blue flash, and they both blink out, uh, and they're gonna appear outside in um in I, I think there was uh if i recall correctly a park near the athletic field yeah 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 they're they're gonna appear there and uh she's gonna radio back to to the rest of the vigilantes i took i took him out to the park i i figured it was better to be away from other students right now good call we're right behind you just a normal day at bayside high <laughs> <laughs> she, kind of, she kind of nods towards students who were recently cowering under the threat of the tree monster um Carry on, citizens. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. <laughs> yeah, take that thing out. One of them calls. Ooh. Layla winces Ooh. a little bit. Uh, you go. I'll be right behind you. You sure? Yep. All right. And she she gives she actually like because because you you physically put your hand on my shoulder. Yes. I imagine that's, that's oh yes what happened. Yeah, Layla's gonna like kind of reach up, squeeze Clara's hand, and then book it after Anais. Clara, what are you going to do? I'm trying to decide what role this would be. What I'm going for is make a point. Make make a statement to these students about why that's not... Roll to shame. Always... <laughs> this isn't baseball. Um, <laughs> about why that isn't always the best response. I'm trying to decide, is that a provoke? Is that a comfort and support? It feels I like don't... it might be a provoke to kind of provoke them to change the way they look at the world, in a I sense. I guess, but we have been trying to pull provoke back to that's, specifically inciting things. That's I don't... Kind of why I'm yeah. trying to figure out how you want me to roll that. I could see this as a comfort or support. You could also just make me roll it with a stat and just tell me how it okay. goes. Even if it's roll plus mundane. I, th I, I think that's the best way to do it. I'll, I'll roll my mundane, and uh, and if I have to use the mask, I'll use the mask. Okay. 
That's just a 10. Oh, uh, do nice. conditions impact this? I have angry marked. Uh, no. Because I mean, okay. I... I think angry helps. <laughs> Fair enough. Angry, yeah, righteous fury is yeah. probably going to help. Yeah, that's, um, that's a 10. Yeah, so it's um, a boy and a girl, and they're holding hands. You kind of you kind of tell that they're in a relationship, and they both just have this really disgusted look, uh, like disgusted, angry, afraid look on their faces. Oh, was someone sneaking around? Oh. oh. <laughs> um, Claire's going to, like... Shoulder the wings, pop them out for dramatic effect, mm-hmm. and just start walking down the hallway, d- doing her best to, like, she's in the suit. The suit was made for her to feel like Shrek. The suit was made to, it, 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 it modulates her voice a little bit, it, it, it changes the shape of her body a tiny bit. It was made to make her feel confident, make her feel, mm-hmm. make her project the world who she thinks she is. Yeah. You mean who she is? Yes, yeah, so who she thinks of herself as. Mm-hmm. Um... So she's she, she's walking down the hallway and she's she kind of shakes her head a little bit. That's not always the right decision. Not everyone who might be intimidating or weird or scary is is a threat. I know in this city it can feel like there's a lot of stuff on our doorstep and we have to fight it or who knows what's going to happen to us. But that, I'm pretty sure that was a student. Just like you. That could have been you. Could have been me. So... If it ever is you, I hope that the other people around you are nicer to you than you were to them. Ooh. <laughs> I almost... Damn, that that sounds like a look at your choices from my like, playbook. Yeah, I, I wish I, I... know There's several moves in other playbooks that I feel like would totally work with that. Yeah, there, I can that think of a number so of moves though. that would work. But, yeah. but that was, it's okay. And oh. she, she's going to like get... Basically, just keep walking until she's like, she's like about three feet in front of them. Um, to deliver that final line and then just go out a window. Yeah, and we get a final panel of the two of them just uh, with uh, kind of an inscrutable look on their faces, but they're 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 hanging their heads in shame. Um, the two of them know how they reacted after the initial scare probably wasn't right. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna cut to Layla first. Mm-hmm. Getting uh, how how are you going to get outside to that park? Um, I think she's going to probably like take the nearest exit, even if it's an emergency exit, and causes an alarm to shriek. Uh, she she just takes the nearest ag- exit, and then as soon as, like, her feet hit the grass, she j- she just levitates, uh, like, over to where, like, just, just flies over to where, to where she knows Anais to be. She could find Anais anywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That soul bond. That soul bond. So she, yeah, no, she just goes, she just zooms off in the direction of, of Anais. Cool. Anais, um, when you arrive outside in this park with this tree person, um, the first thing that happens is he's going to look around and kind of take in his surroundings and realize that he's exposed in the open. And he's going to literally start sinking into the earth. Oh, oh dear! What do you do, poor buddy? And you're gonna you're gonna see this happening as you approach Layla. <laughs> um, Anais is is, is I, I think her first instinct is to just grab an arm and and, and try to pull him back up. Um, and she's gonna be like, Oh no 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 no, buddy! Listen, I I know that urge, I know that feeling. <laughs> Sometimes powers are scary, and they're just as scary to other people as they are to you, but oh boy, is this not the answer. We we can't help you if you are literally in the ground. Uh, I think she's trying to comfort or support. I think so, too. Well, good. That is a nine on the dice. Um, 
which uh, still uh, mundane is negative, so that still comes down to an eight, but that is a hit to comfort and support. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're going to, yeah, he's, it looks for a second like he's going to keep sinking into the ground. And then all of a sudden the uh, really strained and it's literally gnarled expression on his face is going to relax slightly and you can, um, he stops sinking and you can, you can definitely recognize facial features like eyes and nose and mouth again, uh, had, had been pretty knotted before. Mm. Um, so, um, let's see, they mark potential clear condition or shift labels. Yes. So, um, yeah, he's starting to relax a little bit. Yeah. Anise is just going to say like, listen, buddy, you scared a couple people in a high school. I'm Grimoire. I blew up an apartment building. I get it. Layla, you're arriving right now. I think as, as Layla's arriving, she's just like, we all get it. We've all been there. She has an entire book of unspeakable power in her head, and I have a demon in mine. We get it. We, we know. It's scary. It's frustrating. It sucks. But we want to help you. Because we got through it, and we think you can, too. Brad, I want you to roll comfort and support, too. Okay, that's a nine. My mundane is a minus one, but I do have influence, so that just keeps it at a nine. Okay. Um, Yeah, and I am going to comfort and support. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to uh, mark potential, clear condition, or shift labels. But he doesn't (laughs) have potential or labels, so (laughs) I I think I know what I'm going to do for him. Yeah. And about as this happens, and it, it definitely looks like uh, he had been literally knotted up on um, his his tree limbs as he was sinking into the ground. And you can see, um, like, the if you've seen trees with, like, knots and uh, that, that have been damaged by wind or the elements, uh, he's, he's starting to straighten out and look more like normal trees. And this is about where Clara enters the picture. Uh so clarify. <laughs> Sorry, Shrike enters the picture. Shrikeify. Is this <laughs> Yes. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I, I hope not. <laughs> is is this is this the form of this person at the moment, or is this kind of like a is there a human body inside there with this kind of tree exoskeleton around it? Or is or is or is this person basically shapeshifted into a tree monster? I'm looking at the questions for Pierce the Mask and assess the situation which I have problems with, and I don't think either of them is really useful, so I just point to roll plus superior. Okay, roll plus soup. Soup. That's a six. Yeah. Can um, we save that? We have one team. We have a team left. Yeah. Um, here, you tell me what you're trying to do, and then I'll, I'll use the team, if that's okay with you, Andy. Yeah, go for it. Clara's basically trying to inspect, basically just literally inspect this creature mm-hmm. uh, as, as, as he's kind of holding still and not actually trying to run away or kick our asses, mm-hmm. um, and just try to basically literally see through him and see if there's, if there's a human figure inside. They're also doing a little of the heightened senses thing. They're trying to see if she can hear a heartbeat and, like, lungs and, like, mm-hmm. get a sense of, of a breathing body inside there, or if it's just the tree person is who this is. Cool. So, um, uh, Lilith, how are you going to assist here? Um, 
I think I think Layla's gonna kind of kind of using her knowledge, her foreknowledge of this that she studied. Um, and to clarify, mm-hmm. which is it actually? Is it a a sh- person who has become a tree, or is it a person inside a tree? This is exactly what we're trying to answer. Oh, I, I think see. you have to boost my you have to boost yeah. my okay. thing, and then we'll find out the answer to that question. Okay, um, you, could, you could just literally boost my senses if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, Layla's gonna. Oh, yeah, Layla will. Um, what Layla's doing to help is she's just gonna speak softly to Clara about kind of what she knows about this to kind of help help Clara piece together this thing's physiology. And she says, if it's a person who's shapeshifted into a tree, you can track it by the face. The face will still be their face. But if it's someone enveloped by the tree, aim for the core. That's where the person will be. So that's so that makes that a seven. Mm-hmm. Which one is it? All right. So as um, the facial features on this kind of like mound head thing, um, his facial features are starting to relax. And when you look in them, you um, you see kind of the human aspects uh, be behind them of what formed into what he is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you um, first of all, you can definitely tell this is a person who's transforming into a tree creature um creature creature uh and you as he meets your eyes and tries to look away but uh raises his eyes back again to yours you recognize the same kind of scared expression uh and very similar landmarks in the face of the the boy you saw in the hallway who recognized your helmet i knew it i was wondering if that's what it was yeah okay yeah, I, I think at this point, as as his features are kind of starting to relax, uh, Anais is going to look around, realize, like, we're in a city. Mm-hmm. There are still people around. Uh, and, and she's going to try to uh, whip up some cover. Cool. Cool. So that is a eight. On the, that is an eight on, in real life. I can talk great. <laughs> um, so. good. I, I I think it being temporary is okay. Okay. Um, she's going to basically uh, just like kind of like twirl a finger around in one palm and it just sort of like a trail of sparks collect in, in the palm and she throws them at the ground and they just sort of spread into a dome around them where you can see the air almost kind of shimmering a little. And she's going to say, okay, good. Um, nobody should be able to see into this. It should just look like more of the park. What is it to kind of refract the light around the... Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah the shimmer kind of refracts the light around around us. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Claire's going to take off one of her gloves. I think her right glove, although I don't suppose it matters much. And and walk up to this person. Are they just kind of standing here at this point? Uh, ankle deep in the turf? It, it looks like... Um, it, it looks like a person that's kind of like sitting down, holding mm-hmm. his knees to his chest. Oh. But, you know tree-like and um, you know, eight feet tall and eight feet tall so uh i mean sitting down probably four or five feet, about as tall as so you probably are. at eye level while sitting oh, yes geez. okay big boy mm-hmm. um yeah claire's gonna take off i think her right glove and then walk towards him and say oh it's you okay you've already seen this so no worries and she's gonna pop her mask off she does this a lot i'm realizing <laughs> it's the janus it's the janus thing and also this is someone who's already seen her yeah, as you take your mask, like, as you reach up for your mask, he uh, kind of flinches a little bit, unsure of what you're about to do, and then relaxes when he, you, when he realizes that you're letting your guard down and that you're opening mm-hmm. up to him. 
yeah, she, she's gonna pop her mask off. I think she's just gonna put that 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 ungloved human hand like alongside of his m- mound head face mm-hmm. area, and say, "So now you know two secrets about me, and I know one about you. Call it even, and I'm gonna roll to comfort and support." Okay. And I'm going to say you get that plus one from earlier. Okay, well, that's a good thing. Because that's a five on the dice. Oh, that's just a five. Uh, I'm angry. Uh, My mundane's plus one, I got the plus one from earlier, so that still misses. I mean, this sounds like you're affirming either your... uh... That is a good point. That is a good point. So switching, that's a very good point. Switching Mm. out my danger for my mundane, uh, using the mask. Yeah, uh, that does make it just a seven. Question, does this qualify as revealing my secret identity to someone who didn't know it already? Like, he kind of... Sus- I mean, you have multiple masks, so I'm going to say yes. Uh, yeah, because like he kind of knew part of it. Like, he yeah. knew the whole, the whole deal, so I'll mark potential then. So that's a seven. Mm-hmm. As you reach your hand up to where his cheek would be, he leans into it a little bit, and you can see he's he's relaxing on one hand, but also... Like so, some of the growth on him, there were some leaves on him and some moss. Some of it's starting to wilt a little bit, you can see. Uh, but he is relaxing. Cool. Layla, what are you doing? Um, now, let me know if this is not a thing that's possible. I'm not sure if we're looking at like someone who can shapeshift or a transformed, but I'd like to, just just to kind of negotiate with you as the GM, I'd like to now kind of try to humanify him, mm-hmm. like take like get him back to a base state, if that's okay. Can I... Can I do that? Yeah. Or... How, how are you going to try to do this? Um, using an unleash my powers to vitality drain, but I am I am actually going to like role play to ask the the tree monster's consent to do that. First, okay. If that's okay with you. Uh yeah. Roll. Let's see what happens. Okay. I'm rolling to unleash. Like, yes, rolling to unleash my powers. Okay. Seven on the dice. My freak is one. I have influence. Does the influence count? Oh yeah. Cool. That makes that a um. I think that's a nine. Yeah, that's a that's a nine because influence freak and it's a seven on the dice. Cool. Uh, Anise is going to spend her last burn to boost. Cool. Nice. Cool. I'm cool. very glad you did. Yeah. So, so could I could I do it? Could I do a role play thing and then do a role play thing and then I'm going to take it from there because I think you're going to like it. But, Perfect. But Perfect. do a role yeah. play thing. So Layla kind of approaches um, this tree friend and says, "Now." I hate to I hate to say this, but this is probably going to be something that you have to deal with for the rest of your life. This is this is who you are now, but I think I think I can try to bring you back into a more humanoid form and we can talk about this and we can find find you help, find you resources so that you can learn to control it. What I'd like to do I'm going to to put my hand on you, and I'm going to start to drain your vitality. It's going to feel awful. You're not going to like it, but I think it'll bring you back into a human form. Is that okay with you? Yeah, so he's going to reach his hand up to yours, and it it looks like twigs growing out of a stump. Mm -hmm. And as your fingers come into contact with uh, his twigs and... um, as you start to vitality drain it, it's not what you were expecting. Usually there's kind of like a finite human-sized amount of life force, but something about like either because he's literally growing out of the earth right now or something about it, 
it feels like there's an endless wellspring of life force and as you start tapping uh tapping it it's it's like um it's it's like tapping water out of um like a water pump and um suddenly you just feel this burst of uh of energy come out and uh you you realized you had been squeezing your eyes shut up until now when you open them you see uh little sprouts of color come out from the bark on his skin and as flowers start blooming and as little tendrils come out and you see uh, little white flowers and big purple ones and uh, like you name it it's growing and as um, the flowers start sprouting the the mass of his body starts shrinking and before you know it it's just um, a small freshman boy in a t-shirt um, surrounded by you three and a field of flowers um, and he has as he looks around at all this he definitely has a conflicted expression on his face because clearly um clearly he likes the flowers clearly it's something beautiful to him and um something he's kind of been trying to force down and he's not sure um he's not sure if it's something that a boy should be doing or how he feels about himself as a boy can Claire, who also did not know how she <laughs> felt about herself as a boy until she did, uh, <laughs> yeah, I I imagine that Clara basically like kept her hand on his cheek as as he was as he was shrinking down from mm -hmm. yeah, and, and 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 as 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 this finishes, she like just moves her, moves her hand to his shoulder and says, "That was beautiful." This and she kind of just gestures with her other hand around the flowers. This is beautiful. What's your name? Uh, my name's Carter. Carter, uh, I'm Clara. You might know me by a different name. I know something about... She kind of gestures the flowers. Well, this. You'll figure it out. And she's gonna actually go for a hug. I imagine she's like a, like a few inches shorter than she is, so it's kind of like a, an awkward... It's yeah. like hugging Anais. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey. yeah, it's like, it is a lot like hugging Anais. He's definitely stiff at first and really unsure of... It, it, it's literally like uh, his hugging muscles are atrophied. Oh, um, <laughs> and like brings up an arm and taps you very stiffly on the yeah. back. Oh. Hey, um, thanks. Anytime. Seriously. We'll do this anytime. I think uh, Anais uh, ha has been sort of in the background, um, weaving together with her magic a little, a little like flower crown out of these flowers, and just sort of pops it on Carter's head. Ten pounds of magic in a five-pound bag, huh? I get that. Yeah, you have a lot of vitality, like a lot of it. I think that's pretty cool. You see, powers can be absolutely terrifying but they can also be pretty cool i've seen anais fill a room with bubbles i've seen clara catch things before they hit the ground without even looking at them and i have a pretty cool friend who gives great fashion advice <laughs> and just weirdly good advice in general actually <laughs> yeah sometimes 
Well, I've been around for thousands of years. You're bound to get something right. <laughs> yeah, Carter Stop definitely gives you a very quizzical look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Layla, Layla kind of chuckles. Don't worry about it. We're here to help, and there's there's a lot of people who can who can help too. Have you have you been to uh, the Capes Department? Uh, I I don't know. You think they? I almost feel like there should be a cowl's department for someone like me. You're not a cowl. Your powers don't make you a cowl. What you do with them is what decides who you are. And helping you with that kind of perception is exactly what they're there for. Go talk to them. Okay? I, I will. And thanks for this, Nee. Uh, he's playing with the flower crown that you uh, made for him and kind of just twirling in his fingers. I don't know... I don't think I'm ready to wear something like this around the school and all, but thank you. Well, hey, then keep it as a special thing just for you. I'm pretty sure Anais put magic on it to make sure they don't fade. I will neither confirm nor deny. Let's confirm or deny this for the audience. Roll to unleash your power. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did. Okay. <laughs> she, she did ten good. Yes. Uh, Claire's gonna just pull a little like pocket notebook out of her out of her pocket and say, "Um, anytime you need to talk about," <laughs> she she gestures at like the flowers. I, I imagine there's like a few chunks of like wood that kind of like scattered around him as he like the kind of like yeah. Like, anytime you need to talk about this, she gestures at the, like chunks <laughs> of wood, or this, and she gestures at the flowers, or that, and she gestures at the flower <laughs> crown. Here's my number. We can talk, or just. Or just about anything. Yeah, he's going to take out his cell phone and open it up to the new contact screen and hand it to you. Yeah. She'll, she'll put herself in as Clara would. Thanks. Thanks, Clara. Anytime. Seriously, and, I mean it. And the rest of you? Um, I think Layla's just going to kind of put a, put a kind of like loose arm around, around Carter's shoulders and just be like, and that applies to any of us. If you want to talk to me about how your powers make you feel absolutely i'm here for it and i think and she kind of like looks up at anais i think someone knows about control issues yeah if you ever if you ever need to talk to someone about control i'm lucky enough to have a cousin to help me through all this who is familiar with it but i know how much it can be really isolating so hit me up all right. So uh, does anyone have anything else they want to say? Nope, I'm happy. So as the four of you, you have to go through the school to to get out the main entrance. Um, so as the four of you go back in the door and down the hallway, uh, right before you get to the robotics lab, the door opens and Betsy sticks her head out and see, sees uh, the, the damage and looks at the four <laughs> of you and is like, did I miss something? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I feel like there's a there's a few minutes where they keep walking, and then Layla suddenly stops and then turns to Clara. Your pictures. Oh no. <laughs> how bad is how bad's the damage? Um, they're like partly developed, but yeah, the light definitely got to them yeah, before. I, I think Curie got to them. Curie got to them before. Do, oh god, do they have the do they have the like 
they were seeing like photos taken in very high radiation, like high background radiation environments. So they get like whatever you're describing is exactly what happens. They get so like speckling on. of light on uh-huh. them, like where I think this usually only happens with film that's exposed. I don't think it would work with a negative, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, you get like basically these weird like sort of like very bright like white sort of almost scars across or or like dots across the the image where where whatever the type of radiation in that environment is has hit either the sensor on a digital camera or the film in a film camera and and basically activated that that one spot like a super bright ray of light but just in that one place where where like a beam of radiation or a particle passed through it mm-hmm. i feel like like all of all of the pictures <laughs> in, 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 in the library are just kind of like that yeah i think clara pulls out one is just like okay this is totally wrecked but it's kind of cool <laughs> yeah the the one of you and celine holding hands the burst of light is where the two of you are holding hands oh my heart listen my gay little heart listeners <laughs> i wish you could see the look on ani's gay little face <laughs> all right the next morning the three of you are in homeroom when there's an announcement over the loudspeaker um students for um first period will be starting late today if all of you could please come to the um the gymnasium we're going to have a quick assembly <laughs> Clara's face yet again just goes sheet white. I think I think her hair actually fluffs out a little bit like a bird's. Aww. You know, like when a bird's puffing its feathers when it's scared yeah. or cold. Her her hair just kind of a little bit. Yeah. Zaki hair. Yeah, but like less controlled and less cool, more of just a poof. Just, oh no. Yeah, Miss Hargrove is in the front of homeroom. Uh, she had just finished attendance and looks at you and says. Uh, Wood, c- come with me. Um, all right. Yep. Ani's gonna real quick offer Clara a brush. Yep. <laughs> She's gonna be trying to brush her hair down. Layla's, and... Layla's gonna also offer um, not a brush, but like like a like a just a like not not two thumbs up, but a one thumb up. Just the you got this and we got you. Oh. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> Friendship. <laughs> All right, so the the next panel is uh, over the silhouetted heads of uh, just all the students at Bayside High sitting on uh, in rows and rows in the gymnasium. And up front, there's a single microphone that has been set up, and Principal Van Buren is tapping on it, being like, uh, saying, like, are we all here? Are we good? And he's going to look over to where Ms. Hargrove is standing next to Clara. And Ms. Hargrove is going to squeeze your hand and walk over to the microphone and kind of just edge Principal Van Buren out of the way um, <laughs> with a look on her face uh-huh. um, and say, uh, good morning, students. Thank you for coming. We have a new student we wish to introduce today. You may recognize her uh but we wanted to take the time to introduce her properly um this and she's going to indicate over to you clara this is waves slightly and then curses herself in every way she can for doing so this is clara wood she is a new young woman in our high school um please use she her pronouns for for her and uh clara do you have anything you want to say to the student body under her breath, no, but I'm gonna anyway. <laughs> Come on up here, she she says, and 
waves you on with a smile. Clara, like, does does the taps the mic get some feedback? Like, <laughs> scrunch up her eyes. <laughs> Off to a great start. Okay. Uh, hello. I've known some of you for for a long time. I've known a few of you for pretty much as long as I can remember. I'm imagining this is the kind of school system where, like, you'll have people who you knew, like, in kindergarten. You'll stay with them all. Yeah. The way, like, and um, some of you I only met pretty recently. But only a handful of you know who I really am. And I know this might be a little confusing or, or weird, especially for those of you who've known me for longer, and it might be really confusing for those of you who've never met me. But I'm the same person you've known this whole time. Just a little better now. Yeah, there's a panel of Carter. He's in the second to last row, and you you can see as tears brimming in his eyes oh, and um baby. uh just this really conflicted smile on his face and this egg <laughs> can i make a suggestion of like Layla and Anais kind of like exchange a look and then both burst into applause yep. like shouting like woo Clara <laughs> yeah the oh, applause yeah. catches on it's a little hesitant at first <laughs> but um betsy definitely shoots daggers with her eyes at a few uh <laughs> hesitant people and yeah they they start clapping yeah when betsy glares at you you don't uh... Yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh and layla you definitely hear from inside your head i still think this gender con- construct is stupid but i suppose i suppose if it helps <laughs> she kind of like layla like kind of sighs internally and then just kind of thinks back to z yeah it's dumb but for some people it matters a lot all right, anything else before our final scene? I got nothing. So we're going to cut to in the hallway, and there's, Clara, as, you, um, as you're walking out of the gymnasium, there's a number of students uh, who are really eager to talk to you. Uh, you're the, I feel like, yeah, you're the first person who's come out publicly like this in a while. I feel like there's a handful of people who, who like, a few people who she knew from, like, kindergarten, first mm-hmm. grade, but who she hadn't really talked to in a while in the sense of, like, these are the people you've known, but you're not really close to them anymore. Who are who are excited to 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 like see her again, basically. Yeah. yeah. And uh, like in the middle of all this really positive reinforcement of students, really excited uh, to meet the real you. Uh, you, you see uh, three or four boys off to the side saying, oh boy. "Hey, Clara, nice to meet you." I think we get this panel of like Clara kind of standing there like basically alone like the, the other group of students mm-hmm. kind of like a little ways away she's just kind of standing there alone and her face just falls for a second and then she sees Carter out of the corner of her eyes standing off to the side I'm, I'm gonna say his face is also just kind of like, yeah and Clara just kind of shakes herself a little bit smiles and says yeah that's my name don't wear it out yeah I I, I think you get the like Clara looking mostly good-natured, and then the, the, <laughs> a, a certain two spooky girls just sort of looming. Oh, yeah. This is, I'm, I'm absolutely imagining in this panel, there's, there's Clara looking very confident, and then another panel of Clara still looking just as confident, but behind her are two silhouettes <laughs> with glowing eyes. One glowing yeah. blue, one glowing purple. Yeah. Or yellow, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think this is actually going to, like... Very much like kind of gets the like flipping through the mental uh, <laughs> the, the the mental spell book of like all the ways she could deal with this as grimoire, but she's actually gonna like take a deep breath, and I, I think she kind of like started going up on tiptoe as she involuntarily hovers. 
uh, and just deep breath and, and goes back to the floor. Because um, Henrik had Henrik had said like, no, that's probably not the most ethical thing to do. Um, and she she is going to take that advice. Uh, so I'm going to mark potential, which brings me to an advance. Uh, I'm going to take an adult move, and I'm going to take stand up for something. That is that so Anais. It is very Anais. Yup. And it's perfect for this. Uh... It is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and she's going to just sort of march over to this gaggle of boys and just <gasps> give the kind of stony glare that, like, as they're doing that, like, shit-eating high schooler chuckle just sort of eventually, like, kills that. Claire's mutters, oh, we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know that we're a bunch of teenagers and that your response to anything that makes you the least bit uncomfortable is to mock it relentlessly until it goes away because that makes you feel a little bit bigger for a few minutes. But all you're going to accomplish, even if what you're trying to do works, is making someone else feel small. And I think we all have had enough of making each other feel small. So you just think about why this makes you uncomfortable and what that says about you. Because she's the one with the courage to live as who she is. Damn, Anna, you smell <laughs> off. Oh, uh, roll it. That is a 9 on the dice, which brings me up to a 12 in real life. Okay. So I will choose two. Uh, on, a, on a 10 plus, choose two. On a 7 through 9, choose one. The options uh, I'm going to choose are listeners can't keep doing what they're doing, mm -hmm. and listeners can't attack you without losing status or position. Yeah, so the the kind of ringleader of these four boys is uh, look around. He's going to look around trying to find some, some amount of support and not find it anywhere, <laughs> and just kind of like look at you on IAs, then over to you, Claire, and say, sorry and he and his cronies are just gonna hustle off uh i think um layla's gonna kind of go up to anais and still still kind of loud enough for them for them to hear just kind of just kind of just kind of says good call i knew they were cowards <laughs> anais is gonna actually like Offer a fist bump. Oh, yeah. Layla, Layla also gives the fist bump back. All right. Anything else? I think we will close on that fist bump. We have a nice panel of that. In the background behind the fist bump, we just have Claro surrounded by students who are just happy to meet the real her. Yeah, I think the fist bump is even like you've got the two of them looking over their shoulders. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. All right. So um, before we get some ice cream, end of session moves. So for each of you, and I think I know what Claire is going to do. <laughs> there is there's no <laughs> other option. <laughs> for each of you, did you grow closer to the team? Did you grow into your own image of yourself? Or did you grow away from the team? Let's start with you, Anais. Anais definitely grew closer to the team. Um, this was this was some big bonding. Uh, even, even when there wasn't a... Even when the superhero encounter wasn't wasn't a fight, they they came together as, as a team and and with pretty perfect cohesion, um, just solved the situation. Uh, just were in lockstep with each other. No one no one tugging uh, in in a different direction. Um, 
Obviously, who, who physically else, uh, as for who, who made Anise feel welcome, it's Clara. Um, this was, this was a big, uh, big day for Clara. Big, big bonding experience. Huge. Uh, so shift my labels. Um, let's see. Today, Clara saw Anise use her powers in a very limited way. She only, I think the only time she actually used her powers were the moat and the shimmer, right? Uh, that and boosting, uh, boosting Layla's. Right, yeah. And yeah. saving you from getting arfed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she used her, her powers in, like, very minimal, limited, and, and, and pretty much solely defensive or, or sort of constructive ways. There was no reality storming. There was no, mm. none of that. Are any of your labels locked? Nope. Okay. Uh, we we unlocked them for the new season. Right. Yes. So I'm gonna move your your freak down and your mundane up. All right. Sounds good. She's being a the people person. Yeah. <laughs> and I am going to because I weirdly ended a session with no conditions. <laughs> Anise is doing great, y'all. Uh, I'm gonna mark some potential. Rad. Um, I'm gonna skip over Clara because I think we're gonna end with you. And Layla, did you grow closer to the team, grow into an image of yourself, or grow away from the team? I think that Layla actually grew into an image of herself, specifically the image where she can look back on where she's been and see how far she's come, because she was absolutely using a lot of her own experiences to be there for the people in this session, like talking to Clara about, like, I know how it feels to have something hanging over your head, but as soon as it's over, for for good or bad, you're gonna feel better to have it gone. And then and then talking to Carter about like, yeah, I know what it's like to be terrified of your own powers. I know what it's like to feel like maybe you're maybe you you can't be a cape, maybe all there is for you is to be a cowl. And she was able to take those things that she's overcome and apply them to help others and and thinking about it herself realize wow i have come a long way because i can use those things to help others they're not just you know traumatic experiences for me anymore and to that end i am going to shift her mundane up and her superior down Brad and clara big mystery did you <laughs> <laughs> Did you grow closer to the team? Did you grow away from the team? Or did you grow into an image of yourself? We all know. We all know. Clara grew into an image of herself. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious which one. She's out. As, well, as one of the things that she needs to be out <laughs> as. Uh, for the first time ever, she doesn't have to hide that from anyone. Not her friends, not her parents, not her teachers, not a random person on the street. She doesn't have to think about who's going to find out if she says something to the wrong person. She doesn't... Well, she does have to worry about how people might perceive her, but she doesn't have to worry about that coming back and biting her where it really matters with the people who love her. I'm going to move her mundane down and her superior up. Brad. This is a good personal advancement for her, but it does not make her feel more normal. It doesn't make her feel more mundane. It makes her feel more superior. She feels special. She's able to be who she is and be it as much as she wants. And, frankly, she was able to ignore some people who were being shitty to her. <laughs> <laughs> and and to help someone else with that. 
Her mundane is now zero for the first for the first time in Clara's existence. She has non-positive mundane. Wow. wow. <laughs> and her superior is now plus two. Nice. All right, and with that, I think it's time to get ice cream. Thank you for joining us. Enjoy spring. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Reroll Play. This episode you heard us play Masks, a new generation created by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games. I'm Marie, your show running GM, and our sound editing is done by Andy. The music you're hearing is the epic orchestral superhero trailer by Neil Murray Music. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Reroll Play Podcast or on Twitter at Signal City for regular updates as our adventures continue. If you'd like to help us make our show even better, please consider supporting us on Patreon. A link to our page can be found in the description. We'd like to thank all our patrons for their generous support, but we'd like to make special mention of our paragons of Signal City, Caitlin, Cass Weld, and our anonymous benefactor. With that, we're officially off to get our just desserts. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next episode. <laughs>